Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Solana's plan was to play Hall & Oates past 305 so he could avoid a repeat of yesterday's 305 alarm when Jimmy Pearl harbored him. Mm-hmm. No one knew what was coming. <laughs> You're using Pearl Harbor Ooh. as a verb? Come on. I'm actually uh, I'm actually thinking that, that what Jimmy did to you yesterday may have been worse. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. I got did some you text write about that it. for him, Solana? I got to know the truth on that because it came out of nowhere. Go ahead, Jimmy. Tell him. I, I mean, I asked Jimmy. I don't know. Mm. Yes. Yes, Solana wrote it? Yes. Interesting. Really? We pull the curtain back here. You're kind of a coward, Jimmy. I mean, why would you just why why would you admit that? I mean, you Jimmy hasn't you Jimmy has an me. inability. You, you, literally ethered me yesterday. Like stole the show. It was the best moment Jimmy of the show. Jimmy has an inability to lie. Yeah. And he, he thought about it. He wanted to lie there. Well, he, he that's, it's not it's not entirely true. Jimmy doesn't have an inability to lie. He mm-hmm. he just doesn't lie to you guys. But to me... Inability to lie to me. Right. Uh, to me, behind the scenes, things going on that could help me, he'll lie. No problem lying about that stuff. <laughs> but to you, on the air, yes, he can't lie. Is it perhaps it's alternate facts. It's not a lie. It's just alternate facts. <laughs> and I'm not speaking to Jimmy or anybody. Have y'all heard of love on the spectrum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, have you watched any of this? They can't. I haven't watched it, but I I, I get the idea. <laughs> they, they can't I, lie. I, they can't lie. They can't lie, but it's like a, a, a dating show with autistic people, and they can't lie. But is but, that, I was going to say, is that, do you think, beneficial to a relationship if you the, can't lie? Because everyone says, the if, if you have a relationship that's based on 100% truths, that's going to be the strongest relationship. And I don't know if that's the case. That's a lie. 100% lie. An autistic person never said that because that's a lie that you 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 need 100% truth. But I, have, I haven't watched the whole show, but Ryan Clark loves it. And he showed me like a video he took of a portion where one of the uh, the guys looking for love is that a speed dating thing. And, you know, you have your card. You have the card where, you know, you're speed dating and you, you know, you, you X no or yes on the card. But you're supposed to wait until the person leaves. <laughs> so the guy, the guy sitting there, bro, it's hilarious. A girl comes up and sits down and she'll be like, hey, how you doing? And she says, I'm fine. And he'll just write a big X on no and then look back. 
It's the funniest thing in the world. So no, not being able to lie is not the best thing for a relationship. It's three oh five. Dolly, Dolly, Dolly. I bless Dolly. Dolly. Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. And that Ronaldo, he stinks. Wow. So it was just a one-day ether, and then he's back. He's back to non-sequiturs. Wow. I still will have to do a 30 for 30 one day on what happened yesterday at the 305 alarm. I got DMs. I got tweets about it that people were just, they loved what transpired. I, I we're gonna have to do a thirty for thirty one day because it's fascinating to me. I honestly got text messages from people. I saying, did. I'm not joking. Yeah, y'all got y'all got Jimmy on the Solana now, and I was like, "Yep." Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> just took him out by the knees. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a little reason to listen for three oh five every day on this show. You never know what's gonna happen. Hey, Jimbo, I'll write you some material, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> Stuff's been tame. This stuff is tame. Wait till you get my notes. Um, Let's get headlines. Josh Appel is going to join us this hour. Um, He started watching it. He annoyed me yesterday. He started watching The Godfather. He's never seen it before. Now, you know my history with The Godfather. Uh, That was my, for tell the truth day, I had never seen it. Go to hell. This was what, a couple years ago? Three years ago. Three years ago. I'd never seen it. I thought that was going to be a big revelation. Little did I know Solano was going to reveal that he gave his brother an enema and just totally stole my thunder. I mean, he just stole my thunder. But I I also had never seen it. I've seen it, and and now I can acknowledge it is an incredible movie. It's an incredible piece of filmmaking. It's not something that, you know, has lost something over the years. Because what? that's from the 70s, right? That's from the 70s. And I still stop. Um, and low definition. I'm it's, still stopping and watching it. That's how good it is. So Appel had never seen it. He decided last night he was going to watch it. He texted me in Winningham. I don't know. It's 8.30, 9 o'clock, uh, starting The Godfather. 9.45, he's texting us links to, you know, CNN articles. And then Whittingham's like, what's going on? He's like, uh, Paramount Plus is having some buffering issues. And in the meantime... Appel texts us this afternoon, 1231 o'clock, finish The Godfather. Very good. Something like that. I'm like, you didn't watch The Godfather then because it doesn't take someone 36 hours to watch it. <laughs> you start it at night. It ends during the day. It, like, it just, you didn't watch The Godfather. You're texting during it. He sent a screenshot of it last night. He had the subtitles on. I don't understand why people keep subtitles on. Uh, we've had that conversation though before, cause yeah. I, I just, I don't get it. So anyway, he's going to, he's going to join us. I want to talk football, but I, I'm annoyed. And then he goes, should I start the Godfather two immediately? And I'm like, I don't know. Do you have the next 48 hours free? Because it seems to take a while. <laughs> like if you're going to sit down and watch a real movie, yeah. you know what I mean? If you're watching American nightmare and you want to be on your phone and it, it you know, whatever. But if you're watching a cinematic masterpiece, put your phone down. Yeah. Turn the lights off. Focus on the the screen. You know, the whole nonsense. You know, now for the rest of his, his life, we'll talk about how he saw The Godfather didn't impress him the way that it did others. Well, guess what? You know, you watched it. 
Although I will tell you, I watched first two episodes of Griselda last night, Solana. I thought it was going to be spectacular. And I thought it was like, it was good. But I didn't think it was spectacular yet. Well, then you just had bad taste. Okay. Everybody's raving about it, so. I have to, there's a rule. The last time, you know I love Avatar. I love Avatar. Yeah. So when Avatar 2, Way of Water came out, like it was a whole thing where like, now me and my kids, I had them, made them sit down and watch Avatar with me, you know, because it was before they were born. And I'm like, hey, the second one's out. We're going to sit down and watch it as a family because I love this movie. The older two, they know what's going on. The baby needs an iPad because he's not going to watch anything. Right. But I had to make a rule to my kids. I'm like, there's no iPads during movies. The movie is the entertainment. What do you? What more do you need than the movie that we sat down to watch? I think it's a new age thing because even at the movie theater, if you look around, you'll see 12 people with their phones out. Well, I, I will tell you, I will look at my phone during a movie in the theater if the movie is not holding my interest. I won't scroll my phone. But I will flip it over to see if anyone has called or texted and then, you know, maybe look at the time. But that to me is a, you know, a statement on the movie that I'm watching. If I'm watching something fluffy at home, I want to keep it on. Apollo 13 is on. I keep it on. I'm scrolling Twitter, Instagram or whatever. That's fine. But if we're going to sit down, Lori and I or my son and I, we're going to watch a movie. You got to watch the movie. Yes. And I, anyone who's watching with me, I watch them like a hawk. <laughs> they, if I see their eyes even wander to the, the clock on the wall, hey, watch the movie. I watch them more than I watch the movie. I keep same, things in line. The same way. I don't even watch the movie because I'm trying to police the movie watching no, experience. I'm, I'm, I'm the movie watching police in my house. <laughs> they blink too long. Hey, don't get, don't go to sleep. We've got an hour left, Chan. <laughs> it does bother me, though, right? Because you could watch a movie with somebody and you come away just blown away by angles that the director used or, you know, like just these small instances that you noticed, but the person scrolling Twitter or scrolling TikTok didn't notice and doesn't appreciate the movie the same way you did. So I think it can definitely affect how somebody views a movie compared to another person if they're just scrolling through TikTok the whole time. Well, that's the, again, drives me crazy because Apollo 13 for me, top 10 movie of all time. Whittingham had never seen it. He tried to watch it on an airplane the other day and he told me, oh, after 10 minutes, I turned it off. I go, well, then you you didn't watch the movie. Then you were on your phone or the 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 flight attendant was doing the exit uh, row speech. Something Like, there's no way you turn that movie off after 10 minutes. And then I get annoyed at people. Yeah. But a pal did not watch Godfather because it, took, it takes you 36 hours to watch it. You didn't watch it. Yeah. I've been on both ends. What's that show you love? My wife loves with the, um, the damn dragons and the terrarians. Game of Thrones. Like 600-pound life. No. Oh, this Game of Thrones. Hawk, this Game of Thrones. Go to sleep. No, no, no. If you're not interested in something, be on the phone. I'm okay with that. Like, no, oh, it, my, it's my NyQuil. Wife, it my, was NyQuil. It was NyQuil to me, oh, and everybody crazy, else loved man. it. That's crazy. I mean, it is literally the first six seasons, the greatest television show in the history of television. I would and fall yeah. asleep, though, because I don't like dragons. I would fall asleep. But it's, No, Hawk, they didn't even have 
the dragons out enough. I wanted dragons. I didn't want to see incest. Incest doesn't move me. Dragons move me. Make the dragons a bigger part of the scene. How soon? Uh, how soon does that come into play? First episode. <laughs> really? First episode? First. Seven episode. times per episode, Hawk. It's death, incest, a little dragon, death, incest, a little more dragon. It's it's crazy. Well, I think this show could have been more popular if they would have marketed it the right way. <laughs> Uh, what we got? A couple of stepsisters or something? <laughs> right, let's get headlines. <laughs> headlines with Alejandro Solana. <laughs> These headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Heat Kings tonight, 7.30 p.m. Sacramento has won four straight. The Miami Heat are trying to avoid losing their eighth straight. But no worries. They had a film session yesterday. <laughs> you keep saying that as if it's a bad thing. <laughs> it is. Go practice basketball. Heat are one-point favorites tonight. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'll take I'll take American Heritage with points against <laughs> the Heat right now. <laughs> Duncan Everybody's Robinson oh, is out. Oh, Heat are two-point favorites now. Yeah. Just went up to two. I'll keep waiting. I'll, I'll take Sacramento with as many points as they want to give me. <laughs> uh, no Duncan tonight. Kane Toops did lose yesterday to NC State, 74-68. to Dropped to 14-7. and They're back at it this weekend. Inner Miami. Has Terry Rozier hit a single over since he's been on the Heat? Because it's been 15-and-a-half, 16-and-a-half just about every game. Yeah, he had 21. Last oh, he did? Game. Yeah. Oh. Um, Inter-Miami is set to play El Nasser tomorrow as they continue their preseason friendlies. Cristiano Ronaldo will miss the game. Did not recover in time from his calf injury, so it's a massive bummer. Inter-Miami also announced today that the club have increased stadium capacity at Drive Pink Stadium ahead of the season. They call it unprecedented demand. Makes sense. Um, they're now... Adding seating, brand seating in the southwest corner, and they've increased capacity in the northeast and southeast corners. It includes all-inclusive premium seating, nine theater boxes, six opera boxes located in the southwest corner as well. The Dolphins, their search for defensive coordinator continues. Yesterday, the Athletic Report, I know a bunch of people had texted it in, but I hadn't seen the report, so I didn't just want to you know, listen to the texters. I mean, I, I wanted to, to get some actual uh, want to do your research. Done, for sure, yeah. <laughs> Miami, they will interview Baltimore Ravens associate head coach, defensive lines coach, Anthony Weaver. Um, and NFL Network also reported that the team plans to interview Texans linebackers coach, Chris Kiffin. All right. Uh, by the way, big news today. Massive news. I don't know if you guys saw. Future Hall of Famer, Mark Gasol, officially announced his retirement <laughs> from basketball. I was surprised you worked today because that had to have hit you hard. Why did he wait three years? <laughs> he was still Marcus. playing. He was still playing. He was in the NBA? No, no, no. Playing professionally. Oh, okay. Yeah, overseas. Oh, YMCA. I got you. <laughs> 
And uh, the NBA and NBA PA, they finalized, uh, finalized plans to make the NBA draft two days. What did they finance? So finance. June 26 will be the first round. June 27 Ambulance. will be the second round. What's the interest rate? Your weather. <laughs> <laughs> it's sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7-866-954-MORE. Man, it's a gorgeous day. It really is. <laughs> Best day ever. That's your weather. So who who does the incest in episode one? <laughs> it, uh... <laughs> that, that sentence has never been said before in the history of the world. Who does the incest? <laughs> All right, Josh Appel is going to join us next. There is a ton of action in sports right now. Or just want to watch Game of Thrones and watch that in Dave Buster. Fire that up on the 42-footer. I'll be there. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. It's, it's all right. You know, it's not completely horrible. If I had to rate it out of 100, I'd say a 3 out of 100. I wouldn't say this is actually that good. Hawk and Crowder. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Josh Appel is with us on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Josh Appel, of course, public address announcer for the Miami Marlins. will be underway before you know it. And play-by-play uh, -play announcer for Sports USA. And I do want to talk about him watching The Godfather. There's a whole bunch of stuff I want to cover. But we haven't had him on since Fangs left the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Now, if you remember, the biggest proponent of Vic Fangio in this show's history was Josh Appel, who was singing the praises of Fangs 
two years before Vic Fangio came here. So I, I do want to start there. Were you shocked, A, that he was gone after a season, and B, how much of an impact do you think this has on the Dolphins? Well, I, I am very sad that the Fangs era did not go as well as I had hoped with the Dolphins. But if you think back to when he first got hired, there was this weird, like, cryptic, did he sign, did he not sign? And then we later found out, or there was a report, that the Jonathan Gannon situation, he was the previous defensive coordinator for the Eagles and then got hired by the Arizona Cardinals as their head coach. There was talk that Gannon was going to stay in Philadelphia, and that's why Fangio, who was there as a consultant during their playoff run, said, all right, I'll leave and I'll go take the D.C. job uh, down with the Dolphins. He has family. I think his mom is from right outside of Philly. She's older, so it makes sense in that regard. But reading what has come out since uh, he got let go or they parted ways, I don't know if it was necessarily a firing or if it was just you know one of those mutual things, um, it just seems like his style didn't really mesh with the style that McDaniel had, and, and clearly there were reports that you know players didn't really get along with him all that well. And uh, Albert Breer wrote about just kind of uh, how he would how Fangio would run meetings, and it kind of run ran it rubbed some coaches the wrong way. And so you know maybe it was just beneficial for both to kind of move on. He gets a, a chance at a, a fresh start with Philadelphia, closer to where his family is, and the Dolphins. Uh, we'll see what route uh, they go here. Um, we've talked about the defense. They had a really good run in the middle of the year, um, got banged up, and I thought played well given the circumstances uh, in the last two games against the Bills and Kansas City. But, you know, one of those things, it happens. It's it's the NFL. There are plenty of capable guys who can come in here and call defense. And, and to, the, to the point of that, like he's, what, 65, I think I looked up. And uh, we were talking earlier about how, like, that old school coach, like Belichick still doesn't have a job. That old school, my way or the highway, do, do, do what I tell you, don't ask any questions. It seems like that's leaving the league. Like, you even look at Kyle Shanahan and you look at the McDaniels and you look at all these young coaches, Nick Seriani, you look at all these young successful coaches where I don't know if that hardcore, you know, military style of coaching is going to be around that long in the league. Well, we could even – uh, equate it to Brian Flores, who's one of the younger guys who tried to go that route, had some uh, record-wise success with the Dolphins, didn't have any playoff appearances, but um, I did a, a couple of Viking games this year, and in preparing for those games, I was reading some of his quotes throughout the season, and even he talked about how he had to get out of his comfort zone a bit this season and change things up about how he coached, and he called it one of the more rewarding seasons of his career, and I interpreted that as, all right, I got to adjust how I deal with players in certain situations. And I think that generally speaking, that curmudgeon Fangio, Belichick, as you said, the Matt Patricia style, like Josh McDaniels, we just saw that flame out at his second job as a head coach, trying that same type of way. And, you know, that, that style really didn't work anywhere other than uh, New England, unless you consider like the, couple years where the Texans were good with Bill O'Brien. It didn't really work anywhere else in the league except for New England. And there are only certain guys who are cut out for that. And clearly towards the end, when you don't have the superstar quarterback that Belichick lost, that, you know, starts to wear thin on a lot of people when the success isn't there. 
And I'm telling you, Josh, a lot of people ask me why Nick Saban didn't work in the league, and it's nothing about X's and O's because he's a genius defensive mind. It's that in the first three weeks of being the coach, Zach Thomas cussed him out, Keith Trailer cussed him out, and I want to say Marty Booker or some receiver cussed him out where you're not talking to me like a child. We're coworkers. You're not my right. boss. <laughs> you don't sign my checks. Wayne Huizinga at the time signed my checks. So, yeah, I saw, I saw this with Nick Saban a long time ago, and I think now it's running its course. And even then at Alabama in the last, you know, five to seven, maybe even ten years at Alabama – he he's definitely a different guy, especially here at the end, than he was in that NFL era and even in the first couple of years in Alabama. You know, speaking of uh, Saban and Belichick, I read something yesterday. I don't think, like, I figure Saban was going to be on college game day because he's done it before. I enjoy watching college game day, so I'll, I'll watch him and, and whatever. I don't love him. Bill Belichick obviously now is looking at potentially a television analyst job maybe on one of the panel shows and he doesn't strike me as that guy but there does seem to be a lot of clamoring for him but I saw this article yesterday how about a coach's telecast like a coach cast with Saban and Belichick so you're watching a game and Saban and Belichick are watching it together and telling you what they see I don't like either of those guys and I think I would watch that that sounds really intriguing well, remember uh, in the last during the college football playoff era, ESPN did that with their mega cast for the college football playoff and the college football championship games, and they would have current sitting head coaches, four or five of them, rotate in and out of a broadcast, and it's basically what you just described. And I found those broadcasts incredibly entertaining just to get those kind of perspectives because they're sitting there watching like a regular version of it like a manning (laughs) cast where there's you know 12 nfl games that saban and belichick watch it together and comment on the game as it's going on that would be pretty fascinating i think well i i know exactly where you're coming from with the belichick thing because he he is famous in his press conferences for saying nothing unless he actually gets a good question he's one of those where he's going to give you a nothing answer if you give him a, a hacky question but I think, and this might be what you're referencing, there was a clip going around or a, a soundbite of someone talking about working with Belichick in that role and how surprised they were at how good he was at breaking down film for a TV analyst format. So, be boring as hell. You think? <laughs> I just I, like it'd be cute for eight minutes of the first quarter, and then you're sitting here and they're talking about trips formations with the YY wing on the backside, and it's gonna just it's gonna become nerdy. The the show they did, what was it? Bill and uh, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. That like, and you see Bill them and sitting. Ted's off. excellent adventure. <laughs> it's not an excellent adventure. It's the boringest adventure in the world. But like they sit and he's like, hey, on that third quarter of the championship game, I don't know why you didn't go to three, four defense when they were running the ball to the weak side. Like after that, that gets so boring after yeah, a but while. The, the difference on that is they were both still head coaches, right, for their respective teams. So they had other interests. They were doing this special where they were kind of talking or whatever. If that was their sole focus, they watch Manning Cast. They know what goes on on Manning Cast. If their sole focus was to do a broadcast from a coach's perspective, I don't know. I think, I think, again, I hate to be the guy that's going, this is going to be great, but I have a feeling that that would be really good. Why do you think the Mannings bring on guests? Why do you think they do silly stuff like uh, Eli beating up a picture of Peyton? Because you need more energy. Right, you no, need but more I think they would do that. I think they would do that. 
Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are going to interview Michael yes. Vick. Yes. Hawk. Hawk. Yes. I think they're going to order a pizza. I think. No, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, I think it's going to be like, I, I think it would be friendlier than you would envision. They would both have on polo shirts, polo shirts, khaki pants, coaching shoes, the Nike, whatever is the Nike. Uh, uh, Andy Reid's. Cut off hoodie. Yeah, it's just it's. Uh, I'm. I, I would love to see it, Hawk, but I think you're overselling this. Somebody texts in that show would be broadcast from the gates of hell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Josh Appel is with us. So you watched The Godfather yesterday for the first time, and but you morning. didn't really watch it. Will you acknowledge that you watched it over the span of two days? finished it this afternoon when the lights are on and you were texting all the way through the film. So I did this with the killers of the flower moon too. watched it over two days. Excellent movie. The uh, Martin Scorsese movie that's on Apple TV. I started, I wanted to get it all done yesterday. I started early in the day and I'm not going to name the platform that I was streaming the movie. On. Paramount plus. I already said it. All right. So Paramount plus. <laughs> <laughs> It it might be the single worst streaming platform I've used because it kept freezing every 10 minutes. So I'm having to hit back and go back to the main menu, click resume until the next 10 minutes where it freezes again. So I gave up early in the day. And that's when I texted you guys. Last night after dinner, Mara and I had done our viewing of 30 Rock for the day. Uh, she's watching it for the first time. And she went in the other room. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give the godfather another go and i gave it another go and i got to about an hour left in the movie when i was tired i wanted to go to sleep so well, i woke three up three shifts it took you it took you three <laughs> yeah. shifts well first first one was uh equipment error from paramount plus uh and then last night like i said before i went to sleep and then at about you know noon i finished the movie today Phenomenal. It was great. Now, you can't say you have no valid review of that movie because you're you talking about you watched an epic movie over the course of three sittings. That's right. One time at night, one time late night, one time in the middle of the day. And then That's you right. think you have like an accurate review like there's totally you didn't see it. You didn't see it. I mean, you thought I was going to come on here and say, "Yeah, you know, it's it was whatever." Like, I don't. I'm telling you, it was a phenomenal movie. It was really no, good. I'm telling you that you can't say that because you didn't see it. Oh no, I can. You no, saw, I saw bits it. and pieces of The Godfather. Disagree. I saw all three hours and twenty minutes of it. That's what happens. That's what happens with young people nowadays. Is they're so used to you know a fifty minute episode of something, oh, yeah. and then getting a breather. You know, everything's five episodes and so then he can't sit through a three-hour movie he's got to break it up into three one-hour pieces don't do that don't do the that's what happens with young people what happened or is happening with young people is that we're not used to doing things without scrolling our phones and mm -hmm. having conversations about what it is we're consuming and uh, that's what we do with sports we live tweet every sporting event we live tweet live tv events as well but it's not just young people. Everybody does that nowadays. No, I do that. You're but, guilty but of it as well. It's not just a yeah, young yeah, person yeah. I'm, thing. I'm texting Whittingham right now as we're doing this segment. But, oh, but, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in, in, in watching an epic film, there has to be a shutoff mentally for something like that. Like you, you just, 
you there's no way you can appreciate a really good film. You've never seen Rocky, Solana, right? Never watched any of the Rockies. Don't need to. I know what happens at the end. Uh, the guy wins. So I well, actually, he doesn't. That's the like, <laughs> just gonna say. literally doesn't. <laughs> Who broke that down for you? So hold on a second. The greatest boxing movie series of all time. At the end, the main character the doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, that that is correct. That's why the movie is. That's part of why the movie is so great. Oh my god! I mean, talk about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so the greatest American hero goes up against some Russian at the height of the Cold War era, and he loses. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away because I Solana, want to. Solana, they both a statue for him in Philadelphia. Oh, but that what town. I would tell you, Solana, is if you weren't going to watch it mm-hmm. without putting your phone away, turning the lights out, and just watching it, right. I would tell you don't bother watching it. Like if you're going to yeah. watch it the way that you just described, mm-hmm. I would say don't bother watching it because you'll never appreciate the greatness of that film. So I wouldn't watch Rocky with a phone, with a blindfold, with anything. First and foremost, especially now that I know that the guy's a total loser. Second of all, I'm with you. I happen to be with you, Hawk. When I watched The Godfather back in the pandemic, we, we put together a list of movies for me to watch in the pandemic when JFig was doing movie reviews. And I, I watched those seriously because I have a passion for the art, cinema especially. So I'm with you. Like, I, I believe if you want to watch a good classic, cult classic movie, do it the right way. But for you to put this blanket statement out there, that's the problem with young people. No, that's the problem with everybody you nowadays. You call The Godfather a cult classic? Like yeah. Maybe the greatest film of all time, a cult classic? Like Repo will, Man is a cult classic. I will say, as great as Robert Duvall was in The Godfather, he was much better in Kicking and Screaming. I mean, why do people, young people, love Kicking and Screaming? So good. That movie's it's terrible. Funny. It's such that a movie, good movie. movie. Just it's pass it to the Italians. Hard. That yes, movie. meat <laughs> comes first. That movie is half terrible. Calf. I got a half calf. <laughs> Why do people like Kicking and Screaming and Step Brothers? Why do people like those two movies? They're not funny. That's you a- hate Will Ferrell. Yeah. You hate Will Ferrell. He does. That's the answer. He does. I love Mike Ditka. <laughs> Ditka's in uh, Mike Kicking Ditka's and great in that movie. He's he have, he's in the, the the leaf blower blowing all the leaves. It's, into the it's so guys, good. You know? There, there are four people on the screen right now. Three of them are cracking up at kicking and screaming references. And you're over there in the top left corner, and get, all small. Right. And, oh, and guess who the funniest guy out of these four is? This guy right here, professional comedian. So take that for what it's worth. Beg to differ. <laughs> oh, so, he's a comedian now. Solana. I don't even have, I don't even you, have that over him. If you, you're going to live tweet Rocky? That's the boringest text ever. It's 40 years old. Rocky still holds up. I mean, that's... live tweet it like to talk about, oh, man, he really loves this Adrian. Nobody will know what the hell he's talking about. Well, he's not going to live tweet it. He's just going to be on Twitter looking at what Alf says about Heat Nation while he's watching <laughs> Rocky. And my point is you're never going to appreciate the movie that way. I'm not watching Rocky. Obviously. Didn't your dad make you watch it? Like, that's a movie your dad makes you watch. No, my dad uh, made me watch highlights of the 1950s Uruguay team winning in the Maracanazo against Brazil at the World Cup. That's what we were watching in the Solana household. Somebody texted in, I am going to lose my ever-loving mind listening to Solana talk about Rocky. It really is galling. I mean, it's the Oscar winner for the best movie that year, and it holds up this many years later. 
and it spawned an entire another series of movies. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really one of the greatest pieces of American cinema right. that you'll ever see. And you dismiss it as, yeah, a boxer wins all the fights when he doesn't. And it's not even about boxing. Well, imagine my surprise to find out he's a loser. I mean, that helps my argument even more. That's the whole thing is that he loses the fight, but he's not a loser. He's it's more the greatest of a underdog winner. story. Yeah, 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 he is yeah. more of a winner than you could ever imagine yourself being. So you want me to lose the big fight is what you're telling me. I want you to overcome adversity. There we go. Well, what was the one with the little, the little whiteboard, the blonde hair, Tommy Gunn? Yeah, what was Tommy Gunn. That was a terrible one. That was a bad one. They missed. They missed. They missed on a couple. They missed on a couple. The Tommy, the Rocky one, two, and three and four, amazing, are phenomenal. Yes. Rocky five starts to jump the shark a little bit. Was Rocky five the Tommy Gunn one? I and just then Rocky know. six was called Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and how when he was, he couldn't even move anymore. And then you got the Creed movies, which were good, terrible. That yeah, I don't need this. Like I don't need this. Hey Josh, he doesn't like the main character. I'll text you why. I mean, give me Rocky. I I can infer. Give me Rocky. (laughs) Give me Paulie. Give me Adrian. I got to start watching the kids now. The kids who have no appreciation of their elders. Through Creed. (laughs) Screw Creed. All right. Screw Fangs and Screw Creed. <laughs> wow. And screw Solana. And screw Paramount Plus. Right, Appel? Yeah. Screw Paramount Plus. But please cooperate with me while I watch Godfather 2 over the next four days. <laughs> Just the worst. Uh, Josh Appel. The Marlins season before you know it. Do you know what? When is the first? Uh, when's the home opener for the Marlins? Do you have any idea? Yeah, it's March 28th. March 28th against Mm. 28th or 29th against Pittsburgh at home. Wow. Training camp or uh, spring training is at the end of February, right? Starts like the 24th. uh, It starts in a few weeks. Yep. Yeah. Catchers and catchers. Awesome. Ask them. Did they watch the, um, the little league series they had there a couple weeks ago? Because little Chan went two for two and stole two bases. He asked me did the Marlins know about it. Wow. I mean, (laughs) I think they still need a bat. Hey, Jimmy, does Jimmy still have his script from yesterday's 305 alarm? Do you, Jimmy, Jimmy? Could, you, uh, could you perform this for uh, Appel at a moment's notice? Do you have it? I do have it. All right, let's hear this because Appel's a big baseball fan. Okay, okay. And in case you were wondering, the Marlins have signed as many free agents this offseason as Solana had sex with girls in college. That's zero. Would you would you like to comment, Appel? On... Great delivery. <laughs> would you like to Would you like to comment on uh, their lack of activity during uh, the agency? I mean, I trust Peter Bendix to figure out what the right moves for this team is are, are going to be, and right. we're just preach a little patience. That's all. And would you like to I've comment... got a good squad as it is? But would you like to comment on Solana and his Bendix, which went unused during? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Four years. Tough to meet people at uh, FIU, you know. 
<laughs> They're like, hey, that's the guy that was waitlisted at UCF. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. Hey, same. same. <laughs> Thank you, Appel. Get you out too. of here. You got waitlisted at UCF? No, I got it. I got waitlisted to Florida State. and uh, But I, I, got, I got into right. FSU. Nobody gets waitlisted at UCF other than Solana. Like, that's a shocking admission. I don't think so. They have... 50,000 students. They admit service dogs. <laughs> All right. See you, pal. Josh Appel. Bye, guys. And gentlemen, four o'clock hour is coming up. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder show. I'm not even kidding. I think Sandlot is a swimming movie. Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.